You're listening to Zeitgeist Banana, a podcast all about the English language. My name's Gideon and I'm in Paris and I'm joined today by, yes, it's John. John, hello. Hello again. Hello. How's it going? Are you all right? Yeah, I'm back in Paris now. Ooh. Is that, is that good or bad? Well, <laughs> I, although I love Paris, not maybe not so much at the moment. Like, uh, you know, it, everything's closed uh, and um nowhere to go really and it's quite cold at the moment uh, mm. so yeah yeah i was in the canary islands if, if the listeners don't know for a few months but uh, but for for reasons of work and other matters i've had to return to paris yeah and it, you're, you're in looking, london are you i i am in london yeah i was i was gonna say you're looking a bit disheveled actually um <laughs> well i don't have many appointments so you know no, fair uh, enough. And I, I guess you're wearing PJs uh, on your bottoms, right? Or or your tights, your typical tights and pants, or, or something like that. In fact, I don't. Quite. I don't want to know. <laughs> Out of respect for you, I did put on clothes today. So yeah. <laughs> very good, very good. <laughs> so today's podcast. Do you want to know what it's about? I do. I don't know what it's about. Okay, good. I'll tell you. It is. The words of 2020. Yeah. New words. Because it's been an amazing year. Not for, for most reasons, it's been a pretty bad year mm. uh, for many reasons. But, you know, as the expression goes, every cloud has a silver lining, which means in the darkness, in the, sort of the, the bad times, you can find something good. And that good thing is it's been a very rich time for the English language. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we can look at some new words. We might go beyond 2020, look at a few more recent words that I've discovered, 2019, stuff like that. But yeah, so so if you want to stay up to date with the English language, yeah, yeah, this is um, a good a good moment, okay? So what you're saying is, is, as an English learner, you have to learn more words now. Is that what you're saying? Well, it's always been like that. I mean, language always changes <laughs> because of technology, That's because true. of uh, whatever's happening in the world. And this year, well, I should say this year, 2020, mm-hmm. but um, I know in 2021, but uh, there were lots of words related to... I'm guessing coronavirus. Yeah, very good. Very good. In fact, the word coronavirus has been around for a long time, but no one out of the sort of medical profession knew what it was, but uh, that word has now become uh, well known as, as has COVID. Yeah. Cause I think a common cold is a kind of coronavirus, isn't it? John, I'm an English teacher. Please don't ask me these <laughs> difficult medical questions. Sorry. I, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. D- don't ask me anything, you know, out of my comfort zone because uh, i'll just give you the wrong, the wrong yeah answer. i'll just so stick stick comments. to in- english things i'll just yeah, stick to just english stick things. things yeah uh, not not only about coronavirus but a few other things anyway let's start so the word of the year so the word of the year 2020 was are you asking me to you. Yeah, yeah i'm asking yeah. you because i'm gonna <laughs> do this as a kind of a test ah. if you know it and also there'll be a pause so the the listeners can think about it and see if they know the word. Uh, you know, I'm drawing a blank. I have no idea what would be the word. Okay, I'll tell you. Lockdown. Oh, yeah, I should have got that one. 
You should, should have, have got, got that one. one. Yeah. Lockdown. Which yeah. of course existed before. It existed before, didn't it? Lockdown. It's been around a long time. But I think the meaning changed. Because for me, lockdown was when there was like a a criminal in the building, a terrorist in the area, and the police would come and shut everything down and not let people out until the, uh, uh, the person, the evildoer, w- was caught. Mm-hmm. I think that was a lockdown in the past, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that, that sounds about right. If I remember, but, uh, but people who've done nothing wrong having to stay at home, uh, that's... That seems to be rather new. Well, they, they might have done something wrong, but um, we don't know, do we? Yeah. But that's not the reason behind it, of course. I'll, I'll give you a few more coronavirus words from 2020. See if you know them. I'm sure you know a lot of them, and you can maybe give a brief definition of some of them. I'll do my best. Do my How best. Do you know, listener? Mm. I use it in the singular. Here we go. Uh, We've just got uh, one. <laughs> <laughs> So we have self-isolate. Ooh. So that means that you have to stay at home after maybe you've been to a trip, on a trip, sorry, to Gran Canaria. And you come back and you have to stay in your apartment for a good number of days to make sure you don't have coronavirus and you can't go out. Yeah. Or if you've been in contact with someone who, who, who does have coronavirus. And you're not oh, sure yeah. yourself. Mm, yeah. Covidiot. Ooh, that's a person who's being irresponsible with the guidelines of coronavirus. Would that be right? Yeah, absolutely. So if I gave you a big hug, I, I would be a COVID idiot, even though I want to really give you a big hug. If you organized a game of rugby for all your mates and you got lots of people to attend the game of rugby and then people on social media would say that guy's a co-vidiot well we can play rugby now though, so it's very true yeah or if i went to the pub and kissed everybody that, that would be a bad idea always a bad idea kiss everyone <laughs> in the pub. you never know what germs are going around good good point good point uh, stay safe now, obviously, we know what that means, but it's become a, a greeting, a salutation when somebody leaves. Stay safe. You don't say that? I Well, I probably wouldn't, know, but I suppose, yeah, some people would. Yeah, good point. Or, or maybe on emails and things like that. And there are some other words not directly related to coronavirus, but the new way that we work these days online has given us some, some words such as unmute. Ooh, yeah. Or in a phrase, hey, John, you're on mute. You're on mute. (laughs) (laughs) Unmute. That's your real voice, isn't it? That's my real voice. Yeah. 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 You just put on your radio voice to sound much better, don't you? Exactly. So it's nice. To unmute became a word. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what about this? This is a nice expression. I use this one Uh, a Zoom room. Not only do I use it, I, I, I have one. A Zoom room. You know what that is? Isn't it a room where you Zoom? No? Yes and no. And I should tell you this from from personal experience, from personal behavior, that uh, sometimes my my apartment is a mess because I'm... Really? uh, That surprises me. uh, uh, Yes. I'm I'm an untidy, lazy bastard. 
fellow. I should. <laughs> you probably shouldn't say that. I always keep a space behind me, a few meters behind me, which oh, there's a nice plant, or there's some books and stuff like that. Uh... And it's always clean and nice. So whenever I'm uh, on Zoom, people say, oh, looks nice got a nice nice apartment there but really it's the rest of it <laughs> they don't see the rest of it so yeah that's your zoom room lots of people have that i think yeah i i don't really have that unfortunately i need to maybe uh, get my bookcase and put it behind me um because often it's a bookcase isn't it and people put on nice books to make themselves look intelligent and uh, educated and uh yeah but i you'll think have, it's you'll have to get some books first John. yeah good point um i've got a few picture books <laughs> okay so as long as people don't zoom in on them it'll be fine um but i quite like the idea of you in your perfect little box uh, looking lovely and everybody thinking oh he's so civilized and nice and, yeah and then there's chaos reigns outside that box <laughs> well in a sense i mean this this might sound strange but in a sense it's kind of res respect to the the viewer the, the person on the other end of the the meeting because it's quite boring to see just like you saw this fuzzy gray background mm. all the time and to have something interesting there and good sound mm. i think is quite important it's quite respectful so i, I try to do that don't always manage it yeah I well try I, to I, do that, yeah. I think that's a good point i mean i think may, maybe i should get my act in gear and you know change a few things a Locktail, what's that? A locktail. Ooh, is it something between a cocktail and a lockdown? Exactly. You're having cocktails in lockdown over over Zoom. I see you. You've got one at the moment. <laughs> what about this then? A, a quarantini. A quarantini. Yeah, this has got to be a martini in quarantine. Is that right? Yeah, I guess uh, martini or any other cocktail. Another idea of the same thing. Yeah. Okay, but not all the words. Not all the words have been related to coronavirus. There are there are a few others, and I'll I'll give you them and tell tell us what they mean if you are familiar with them. Mm. This one, this one, I quite like. Sad fishing. Sad fishing. What does that mean? Mm. Is that when you sit, I don't know, on the banks of the River Seine um, because you're in lockdown and, you know, with your fishing rod and you're sad because you shouldn't really be doing it? <laughs> no, okay. it isn't. Sad fishing happens when you post something on social media in order to get attention from people. So, for example, you know, I've got, oh, I've got a toothache and you put your hand against your tooth saying, I'm in terrible pain, ah, on your Instagram post or Facebook. And mm -hmm. then people will, will write messages to you. Oh, are you okay? You're okay, yeah. Or, oh, I'm in, I've, I've run out of martini. I can't have a quarantini. I'm so sad. <laughs> oh, don't worry, we'll send you some martini. In, in fact, I remember that was your last post on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. So that's sad fishing. Are you guilty of that, John? I'm not. No, that that sounds quite sad. <laughs> so I yeah, I I wouldn't ever be into that kind of stuff. 
I, no, me, um... me neither. But I think in a way it's quite healthy because in the past, well, I say in the past, I mean, uh, social media posts were always positive and wonderful. And you looked at other people's social media and go, wow, why is everyone having such a fantastic life? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're, they're, they're skydiving, bungee jumping, they're, I don't know, whatever they're doing. And, uh, and me, I'm sitting in my, my pajamas, drinking coffee and uh, looking out the window. So, so now this is giving kind of a balance to social media, do you think? Yeah. It, well, sure. <laughs> no, I, really. no. Well, no, I'd, I'd be intrigued, though, to see people bungee jumping in the times of COVID. But, you know, good on them for really breaking the rules in a big way. So, Well, if you bungee jump alone, I guess it's okay. <laughs> that seems like a very wise move. Tie yourself to the rope yourself. A couple more this from, from this year. There's, there's um, I'm not sure how to pronounce this one. Shiro or shiro mm. what does what do you think that means so maybe a female hero is that right oh very good you got it yeah oh cool a female hero is a shiro or shiro uh, which is kind of strange because there is already a good word for that which is heroin mm. it exists but um for some reason they thought they find that that's not um good so yeah i was she's such a shiro do you think that's Something to do with being connected to the drug, heroin? I don't know. Maybe, yeah. But it's been around a long time, the word, though. Uh, this is true, yeah. I didn't... Yeah, it's an odd one, isn't it? It could be. But I think like, generally masculine and feminine things are being blurred. That You don't hear them so often as you did uh, a few years ago. Mm -hmm. Like actor, actress. People don't generally say actress anymore. That's true. Headmistress. Yeah. You just say head teacher. Mm -hmm. And it's dying out isn't it authoress whoever says that now she's an authoress does that exist she's as an a word <laughs> i haven't even heard yeah that I, I have read it in fact i mentioned because i read it recently but okay. um the the reference was quite old mm -hmm. uh, so so yeah but it's just uh, i think maybe 50 60 years ago there are many of these masculine feminine words mm -hmm. and they're just dying out heroin not many people say heroin anymore but then again, they've just added Shiro. But uh, um, mm. one or two still exist. I think just waiter and waitress, people still say that, don't they? Barm and barmaids. But I can't think of many, many more masculine and feminine. Yeah, this is true. I mean, I suppose it is, yeah, dying out, I guess, isn't it? To some extent. Yeah. It is dying out. It's yeah. interesting in French is the, the opposite is true. That, uh, that um, they're demanding that there should be female should be respected and you shouldn't use the male so you but say it, uh but you know. it, is that more to do with the fact that there's masculine and feminine linguistically though i guess yeah but i i, th I don't want to really talk about french okay, language it's not, a, sorry. not my sorry. thing but yeah i sorry. think you say like uh for example i don't know i'm professor would be always like it used to be like masculine mm -hmm. doesn't matter who if it was it was male or female it was a masculine mm. but now it's uh uh, un professor, or mm. un professor used to, and uh, there are many uh, director, directrice, mm. have director, and the female. You, they insist now that there's a female version, not you just use one, which is funny. That it's the opposite way in English. Yeah. So we've gone gone through all the words that you know in French. So that's good. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> Apart from bière and croissant, that's about it. Oh, and also, you know about um, the leak. In your flat. 
Oh, yeah, leak. Yeah. That's why. Uh, Fweet. Yeah, I know that. Because um, I had a leak. I had to phone a plumber. So, yeah. I had to all so I'm an expert in French plumbing words. You are. Your new career in London awaits. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, if I, don't, I don't, if I don't hit it off in the uh, English teaching industry, I become a plumber. Well, it's been a while now, hasn't it? I mean, you haven't become successful yet, so you perhaps yeah, should give it up. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you for a vote of confidence. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> well, m moving on to other words then. Yes, a shiro is a female hero. That's, that's a new word. You might hear that. And this one I like. Here's one I particularly like, actually. The Anglosphere. Anglosphere. The Anglosphere. What's that? Ooh. I'm guessing it's things that become anglicized because of the language um not exactly no no okay not sure anglosphere just english-speaking countries oh okay yep that makes sense yeah so so th this term is very popular in the anglosphere it so on abroad so that would be sorry country. that would be for example any country that widely speaks english is that right yeah, you know, the, the, the classics, England, Which, uh, Britain, uh, the US, Australia, New Zealand, um, so Malta, it, uh, and yeah, those other countries. But India would be included in that? I don't know. I mm. guess so. Yeah, I guess so. There are a lot of native speakers in India. In France, one thing that drives me crazy, that the, the French, they always talk about the Anglo-Saxons, you from the Anglo-Saxon culture. Mm -hmm. And for me, that doesn't make any sense because they're saying that the British and the Americans share some com common culture. And they were talking about, yes, the, this is how the Anglo-Saxons do it. But I think it's not true. The British would say, I'm not American, I'm British. Mm. They don't associate. Uh, and it's a very separate thing. The only thing we share is a language. And yeah. I'm not sure this Anglo-Saxon really exists. Yeah, I, I think it's a curious one, isn't it? I mean, I think it's, um, I guess it comes down from a linguistic point of view. But as you say, the cultures are very different. The people are very different. And I would argue in quite a lot of ways, the Americans are kind of closer to the French and the Germans than they are to us. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, also, I think if you stopped a guy in the street, a girl in the street and said, what is an Anglo-Saxon? They would think, oh yeah, this this guy uh, from the Middle Ages, early Middle Ages, wearing a helmet, um, pillaging the <laughs> <laughs> towns of England. Wouldn't they? They think, they think of, they, you wouldn't think of something in modern times, would you? No, it it is a curious phrase, isn't it? I mean, it's it's quite interesting how that would stick as a phrase, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we don't say Anglo-Saxon in that way in, in England. Anglo-Saxon is just a tribe and an old language. Yeah. Britain, America. But the I French mean, insist upon it. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting. Yeah, but the Anglosphere, that's a good word. That really works, English-speaking world. I, I like uh, that word. Yeah. I think that's a nice word. I might start using it. Yeah. Okay, a couple more here you are what does this mean plant-based oh i know this one it means you're eating something that is from a plant so 
uh, a vegetable could be plant-based of course but you can eat plant-based burgers now yeah which we have a word vegetarian so i'm not sure why we need to have the word plant-based but it seems to be really popular these days it does doesn't it i suppose it's just because we're trying to make the separation between plants and meat aren't we i guess that's the reason yeah. I also think it's not only for things you eat, though, plant-based, you'd say. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know, I'm, I'm using some some cream, plant-based cream or something. You know? Well, that's a good point, Medicine, isn't it? You, would, yeah. you wouldn't, wouldn't say that I've got vegetarian cream, would you? Because then that suggests you're going <laughs> to yeah, exactly, eat it. Yeah, exactly. So that, yeah. I guess that's the reason why, isn't it? So we have a couple more for you. Some more controversial ones. Cancel culture. Ooh. Or just cancel. You've been cancelled. John, that tweet you did in 2009, we dug it up and it was a bit uh, dodgy. And now, no, you're not going to be speaking at the university this year. You've been cancelled. Oh, dear. It's not true. <laughs> I, was a bit, I was a bit worried. It wasn't the one that I kind of said that your coffee was bad was it that, that one <laughs> yes that's outrageous <laughs> uh, yeah maybe you want to explain cancel culture what, what do you think about all this sir yeah it's an interesting one isn't it i guess cancel culture is when as you say somebody says something controversial and then you are blocked or, or people attempt to block you from public life because you're you're wrong in some way um in in people's eyes i mean i think it's uh, an interesting phenomenon I, I suppose it arguably exists on one side more than the other i mean maybe people who are taking the moral high ground often uh, get involved in council culture where you know somebody uh, not mentioning any names the previous president of the united states might have said something yeah. controversial and uh, yes people not wanting that to go out into public domain or or them being ostracized for it but yeah, yeah i don't i don't yeah i don't think i particularly agree with it wholeheartedly i suppose it depends on the situation i guess i think gender is quite a dangerous thing mm. uh, because what we we used to say, you know, I, what was that that quote by um, oh, what's that? I think Evelyn Beatrice Hall. Yeah, I, I disapprove of what you say, but I will defend to the death your right to say it. Mm. And you'd always allow people to have different opinions, even though you strongly disagreed with them. You'd hear them out, and then you'd make your case. But, but I guess this cancel culture comes from the, the left as, as much as from the right, mm -hmm. but more, I think, from the left, but mistakenly, because freedom of speech is one of our rights. And there have been cases which have really, I'd say, disturbed me. For example, I'll give you a couple of examples, which have like, like J.K. Rowling. J.K. Mm -hmm. Rowling, who's, you know, some, someone, I think, to, to, to the left, she's liberal-minded, but she was saying that uh, uh, sometimes giving transgender rights may encroach upon uh, women's rights, for example, and mm -hmm. which, you know, it's, it's an interesting idea, but she was lambasted for it and criticised for it, and I think really unfairly. There was another case, do you remember that this when um, Harry and Meghan 
<laughs> I don't usually talk about the royal family. Harry and Meghan <laughs> had the, their first child. I shouldn't. Rem- I should know the name, shouldn't I? I don't know. I can't remember. They had the first child, and a British celebrity, uh, Danny Baker, he posted uh, a photo on uh, Twitter, which I thought was amusing. Obviously, it was it was mistaken. It was, it was sort of um, he posted a, a picture of um, a mother and a, and a father, and holding uh, a monkey was dressed up in a top hat and and uh, a, a dinner jacket and a tie. The monkey was. And he thought it was it was a, about uh, privilege that these people have like this huge privilege, and of course Megan comes from mixed race background, and he didn't realize that it was just a, it was just a, he thought it was just a, a joke about privilege, but uh, it was taken out of context, and he was accused of racism, and nothing he'd ever done in his life, you know, pointed to him being a racist. There would have been some traces of it, some. Uh, but he had to uh, quit his job, you know, maybe, maybe clumsily posting a, a photograph w- without thinking too much about it. Yeah, it's, bad. it's curious, isn't it? I mean, I guess it's um, this idea of getting offended very quickly, isn't it? And yeah, I mean, I suppose they're, they're, particularly if you're in the public eye, they're, there's no margin for error, is there, to some extent? And Yeah, I- yeah. They're sort of digging out, you know, tweets and messages they posted years ago. And I think, you know, people say stupid things. Of course, there's some, you know, extreme, extremism, which maybe we, we can't forgive. But uh, in most cases, people said something stupid 10 years ago. And because of that, they've lost their jobs, or had to resign. But I mean, you could give them a second chance or give them a chance to apologize and let it go. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, it, it's tough, isn't it? I mean, I think it's quite a difficult environment to be in if you're in the public eye. And also, I mean, I think it's, um, yeah, I mean, I, I I guess there was the Piers Morgan incident, wasn't there, where he was talking about Meghan and Harry and saying that he didn't think that they were being genuine and um, apparent. well, he he resigned, uh, yes. didn't he? So, you know, I mean, I I don't particularly like Piers Morgan, but, you know, I agree with the idea that he's entitled to having an opinion. Basically, he called Meghan a liar. Yeah. And it might be quite offensive. I'm sure Meghan be offended. It might be quite offensive, but uh, he's allowed to hold that opinion, mm. I would say, really. And, you know, Breakfast TV, it, it was born out of controversy, but I I don't know why she resigned. Don't particularly like the guy, but I, I have no opinion on Megan. I don't know her whether she's telling the truth or not. But uh, yeah, it's quite a tricky one, isn't it? <laughs> most people, you know, believe in uh, a fair and equal society. Most people will go along with that. You know, extremists who don't. However, taking that to the extreme. When you get people fired, you get people lose their jobs, you ruin people's lives just because of something they they said that doesn't fit into that worldview. Mm. Uh, that's that's pretty bad. And there even has been cases of films, old films, being cancelled. Uh, like I think what's it, Gone with the Wind? Oh yeah. On uh, Netflix, I think they they pulled it down because. Uh, there's a lot of reference to slavery and slaves and some non-politically correct language. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, cool. I mean, yeah, okay, carry on. Yeah, no, I, I think it's, it's, it's quite tricky, though, isn't it? I mean, you know, I think we're in a situation. Yeah, I mean, we can't deny the past, right? So, um, I think obviously things are are sensitive, and you know, that's fair enough. But at the same time, the past is the past, isn't it? We shouldn't. Yeah, um, you wouldn't make some programs you wouldn't make them now as you, you did in the past mm. and i think i agree with putting maybe a warning in the beginning letting people know that you know this was made a long time ago and some of the uh, terms some of the expressions uh, are, may offend people i'm okay with that but mm. you can't cancel the past you still otherwise you wouldn't be watch wouldn't watch many books from from the past I mean, I think there was a case also recently about an episode of a British TV comedy show from the 1970s called Some Mothers Do Have Them. Not a very funny one. In fact, not funny at all. But they used a pejorative term for gay people in one of the episodes. Right. And they, I think they had to take it down. That's again that was the 1970s you shouldn't you would never do that now you would never do that when rightly so with good reason you wouldn't do that now and we shouldn't do that now however you know that was that was a pass we've got to let, just move on mm. yeah well it you know it's um an element of learning isn't it i mean if the, those references don't exist then in a way how can you learn from them yeah exactly Okay, so there you go. So it's cancel culture or or cancel. You've been cancelled. Have I? My, well, <laughs> not, not yet. I, I don't hope. think you've said anything sus- suspicious so far on this podcast, but um, I'll, I'll, have time to. I'm on my best behaviour. So. <laughs> yeah, John. Yes. It, you know, I I don't live in the UK. This is not really about words of 2020, but it's about recent words, and I don't live in the UK, as you well know, but I go back to London pretty often. Mm -hmm. But sometimes even, you know, I've been away a few months and I hear new words and new expressions coming up all the time. And that that surprises me. Language is a living thing. And here are a few, here are a couple I've heard recently, which I didn't know. I didn't really know the meaning. Shame to say, maybe you don't do and the first one which now i hear everywhere is dope with the meaning great fantastic did you know that one well you've not heard that one before where have you been living in a box i mean (laughs) do you know it i do know it yeah it's dope man i mean it's it's, really dope it's cool yeah that's been around for ages hasn't it is it I, i i didn't come across it until recently, maybe a year ago. Or so. I suppose it's probably more of an American phrase, I imagine. It is more American, that's in my defense. Yeah. More American. And I always thought, because dope for me had two meanings. Dope was someone who's an idiot. He's such a dope, that guy, which I think you still can use it, can't you? Yeah, I think what you can use dope. it. You're such a dope. It's probably quite and an old-fashioned expression now, isn't it? Maybe, yeah. And a, a dope, someone who takes drugs. Is it? Yeah, he's into dope. Well, he's taking a lot of dope. That guy. Well, I suppose dope though is normally marijuana, isn't it? <laughs> okay, maybe I'll, I'll bow to your greater expertise on on that. Perhaps yes. 
I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That's my, that would be my take on it. Okay. But that's, that's what I thought dope meant. And now, because he's a dope, because is sort of the opposite of it's dope, which means it's fantastic. So it's quite confusing when I first said it. it's, it's dope. That's. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's what donut. happens though, isn't it? Yeah. You're a donor. Um, but for example, wicked is probably another example, isn't it? You know, my grandmother would have said, oh, he's a wicked boy meaning he's bad and naughty whereas yeah. now it's used as being cool isn't it so obviously yeah. it's changed over yeah, the exactly. years exactly mm. that sounds a bit old-fashioned now though doesn't it wicked it does it doesn't it like from the 80s yeah that's then. something that timmy mallet would use i guess um, i don't know who he is what? <laughs> I, don't know. I, don't know who, who's, who, I don't know who that person you mentioned is Oh wow! We've got to got to get you watching uh, something. Some mallet mallet. Um, is that a British TV? Reference? You you were probably in your thirties though when that when that was on children's TV. So uh, I don't know who he is. Sorry, <laughs> I'll I'll educate um, you. Yeah, let me know next time. Uh, and uh, yeah, the other one which I only heard, discovered like a couple of years ago, and now it's used all the time, is uh, my bad. Oh, I don't like that phrase. Well, my bad. You don't like it? No. Why not? I told one of my students recently that he's not allowed to use that phrase. What? <laughs> Are you the conversation police? I am. I, I cancelled my <laughs> students for, student. say, <laughs> for saying my bad. No. I, yeah, I don't really like that phrase. I think it sounds a bit, yeah, a bit naff. I don't like that. I don't like that phrase. Do you like it? Actually, it's quite useful. Oh, yeah, because it's quite a. Because what do you say instead? It's it's quite short and to the point. And what would you say instead? Um, my mistake. Sorry, my mistake. I apologise. It was my mistake. Uh, it's just too long. Well, you don't have to say too that. You can, you, yeah, well, you can still say my mistake or my fault. Yeah, I, 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 I know what you mean. I know what you mean, but I, I don't know. I don't like it. It sounds. I mean, obviously, it's grammatically wrong, isn't it? And it, I don't know. It just doesn't sound right to well, me. Well, yes and no. But if you treat a bad as a noun, sort of an abstract noun, then that uh, sounds odd. Could be. But... Did you know? Do you know where it comes from? My bad. No, I don't. Uh, well, it is controversial, but Shakespeare. <laughs> Shakespeare. What? It doesn't come from Shakespeare, surely. Uh, I'll read you the quote. So this is, so let me get out the quote here. Sonnet 112. Okay. <laughs> Your love and pity doth the impression fill which vulgar scandal stamped upon my brow. For what care? I who calls me well or ill, so you, O Green, my bad, my good allow. It's not quite clear that he's using it in the same context. He's not. He's not. Use, he's not using it in the same context. But I'm very impressed by you reading Shakespeare. I, I, did, I did a quick Google search, but I do remember that uh, people say, "Ah, oh, it comes from Shakespeare." Yeah, I'm not sure you quite use it in the same way. But anyway, if, if someone is telling you off if an english teacher is telling you off john 
uh, or using my bad, the reply can be, well, actually, do you know it comes from Sonnet, uh, from Shakespeare, Sonnet 112. Wow. But what about dope? Is that in Shakespeare as well? <laughs> I don't know. I know, I know that uh, Zoom Room is not in Shakespeare. Wow. COVID, COVID it is not in Shakespeare. That's true. That. I'd be surprised. I get some comments. Well, laid in the comments. No, you're absolutely wrong. COVID it. Okay. Go to all. The, go to, go to uh, Othello. Uh, blah blah blah. Yeah, well, of, yeah. Maybe uh, maybe in Shakespeare's time they had plague idiot. Eh, probably. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Or okay. Black Death idiot. Oh, Black someone. Death idiot. Um. <laughs> Was there Shakespeare's time? Was there a no plague? Was sixteen sixty five, wasn't it? And thirteen eighty four. I'm not sure. I I think there was. I think there was something going on around Shakespeare's time, wasn't there? Yeah. A pox upon thee. Indeed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure there was a pox or something. Yeah. Yeah. Something to wipe out lots of people. I'm sure there was. Yeah. Don't know if I had any uh, quarantine, but um, or any quarantines. Well, the quarantine was quite an old term, isn't it? It was like you had to stay on the ship for forty days when it came into port because of the, you might have a the plague. So something. Like you that. mean quarantine or quarantini? Quarantine. Sorry, oh, quarantine. Yeah, the word yeah. quarantine. Yeah. yeah. Well, John, that's. I hope you learned some new vocabulary. Did you? Well, you knew most of those. Yeah, I'm not too bad, am I? I keep my finger on the pulse, so to speak, but I'm not going to introduce my bad into my into my speaking. I'm afraid my lexicon. Okay, mm. your lexicon. Mm. Indeed. Yes. Well, okay. Well, I'll just give you the chance to tell the the listeners if they don't know already. Who 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 are you? Who the hell are you? <laughs> who the hell am I? That's lovely. So my name's John, and I'm from the potentially more superior podcast English with Monty but it depends on your opinion and you're entitled to your opinion you're allowed to give opinions on my show and we do some lovely podcasts and Gideon's on there too thank you John it's been dope hasn't it this this podcast has been dope let's do it again sometime yeah I've been smoking dope but yeah (laughs) what what okay you're cancelled don't want any (laughs) druggies on this this uh this oh podcast dear. oh dear i'm sorry no more invitations for you my friend <laughs> okay so yes so do listen to uh, john's podcast and do watch our videos on let them talk tv and we'll catch you in the next podcast take care bye bye stay safe